Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. What's you know, up, everybody? Man, how you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing good. Doing, doing well. Good? Yeah. All yeah. right, all yeah. right, all right. There you go. All right, yeah. he, he always brings the snacks. You know how there's always some old person in church bringing something to snack on in church. For everybody. For everybody. Yeah, you got it. What I tell you, my brother say, you um, got to stay ready. Stay ready, then you had to get you ready. You had to get ready. Then you yes. just asked me for something to eat. You was hungry, right? And you went right and, in that Publix bag. Gr- in that what? Publix <laughs> bag. Gr- granola bar. Got that granola out of there. Yeah, Appreciate some, it. Some a little healthy. It's got a little sugar in it, but it's got a little healthy. So you got That's a little. That's all right. This one ha- got some oats. You have a little little uh, good mm. with your bad. How about yeah, that? Yeah, a little. Mm. Yeah, this will go good. How you doing today? What's going on in your world oh man this is a great day today sunshine it's beautiful outside we got a lot of great things to be grateful for yes can't just focus on the coronavirus no can't just focus on politics no we lost some legends this past week john lewis ct uh martin so it's been uh quite a an interesting week oh wait a minute every week (laughs) yeah definitely this week was pretty pretty uh pretty uh pretty busy and went by pretty quickly too yeah it did go by fast you know i guess because we got so much going on and working over there at the other studio and i was like that by the time i leave the other studio i'd be tired man trying to prepare getting everything ready but but doing so i tell you in the long run once everything is going and you're able to be there and not necessarily just it only consists of doing work you'll be so recharged when you leave there you'll be like waiting like i'm gonna see if they're gonna stay the same for you you came in the other day with all your creative juices and like uh, presented a whole complete fashion show <laughs> in less than 15 minutes. But what's crazy is, man, dude, come on the way here, uh-huh. which is like what 15 minute drive or whatever. Uh-huh. My, I, this whole clipboard was empty when I when I got in the car and shut the door. Like literally, I had to like write down all of the. I was wanting to stop and like take pictures of the, <laughs> of, the of things I was seeing and the whole night, and literally like came up with a whole nother concept. You know, in addition to some other things that we'll be doing over there, it, this is this is a this is a, a whole nother world that's being created. It really right is. So you know, we wrote to, we wrote together last Friday. We mm-hmm. wrote to other day. and so we went my way. He was so flustered because he couldn't see no people. <laughs> All he saw was cars and, and buildings and buildings because the angle or the the road that you travel, you know, it's it's like right. I say, you know, not not knocking it right. at all. That's what you can appreciate on your way here, seeing the architecture right. and the buildings and stuff like that. I'm more of like, you know a what I'm saying? Person. A people person, nature, the skyline, the whole nine or whatever. So when you was taking me through them buildings, I felt like it, it became more of a less sightseeing element yeah. for me. Yeah, because before we turned onto the expressway, you was taking pictures of people walking into my like that shirt. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then you took you took me through the the the, the route that. You know, block all of anything yeah, that too you much really want to focus on yeah. that state. That's yeah. how come you got time to write all this stuff. All I was like, all right. but anyway, y'all. Uh, so, like I said, this is a this is the start of our week for here. It's Thursday, Friday, and uh, so we got a great show coming up today. Uh, we always look forward to doing the we, show. We really I mean, do look forward. We be talking about through the week. We say that the week yeah. you know comes and goes really quickly, but I mean. 
the energy of 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 just getting here and 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 being able to talk and hopefully you know share some uh, good information yeah lighten up someone's day get them a little bit of information mm-hmm. uh send them in a route that you know will be a little bit more positive than if not and uh, that's always exciting you know you know uh so two of the topics that we're going to talk to talk about today well, from the doctor's standpoint now dr sewell is not going to be with us today okay. she is booked up uh with her profession uh the medical profession she is not available this week uh, however, Dr. Alexander and Dr. Hines is going to be, and so Dr. Alexander is talking about uh, COVID more than respiratory illness. Mm. That's what his topic is. Okay. And Dr. Hines has a different spin on what she want to talk about today. She's talking about five tips for estate planning, meaning you know, in case something happened with the, you know, you need to have your estate in order. That that's and some that's, good stuff. That's really important, you know. Really, you know, a lot of times people yeah. take it for granted, like because like if something happened, like who's going? What are your wishes? What are your wishes? What you gonna what do? And she's in do? the hospital. She see it all day long. And you yeah. know what's interesting? Are these people that are once you go to the hospital and if you end up on a respirator and you end up not coming out. Yeah. Let's just say you get sick all of a sudden. You go in, none of your stuff is planned. The nurses are there, and that's all you get a chance to see. And yeah. you hadn't planned anything, thinking that, not knowing that tomorrow could be. No more. Yeah. Well, you know what? Don't get me. Right. Like that should be somewhat of the the mindset anyway. Yeah. Like you're not guaranteed, you know, the next day, the next hour, the next minute. And that's why you have to, you know, appreciate life and what it offers and and, and the things that you want to experience while you're here. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, one of the keynotes that I wanted to um, speak on today, as well as you know, I jot it down. It's to check on your people. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I say that, like, <laughs> yeah, I know you doing. aren't able to check on everyone. Right. But when I say check on your people, like whomever is in your Rolodex of your inner circle, mm-hmm. you know, and then as you check on them, begin to like expand outward, you know, because um, you don't know the, the person you call to check on. My, you might be the only somebody that called just to say, you know, what, I just how thought you about doing? you. How you feeling today? Yeah. You know, yeah. or what's going on in your world? I didn't say you had to go over there knocking on the door. I know it's COVID and, and all that social yeah, distancing. A phone call, phone call um, you know, video chat. I don't know. T- text message. However, I don't I don't really like to do the text thing, though. Really? No. That's old school. You, I don't need that. Let me tell you why. I'm a phone person in the heartbeat. Like, if it's something quick, you just need to get a little quick little message to me, send it to me. But I always feel or have felt, even in the very beginning, with Texas, first of all, they're they're very chop, chopped up to me, right? You know, because nobody wants to sit and read a long text. Yeah. Yes, so Thank it's you. really, really like quick, broken, you know, down to the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just think that sometimes, unless it's like you're not able to talk, I don't know that text thing. It, it just you can do, you can read it how you're feeling in mm-hmm. that moment of time, or you can read it how it's sent and the person that may have sent it uh didn't necessarily mean it that way that way at all and now you've taken it on because you feel some kind of way but when you're speaking with someone in their dialect and their tone oh yeah you can feel you can feel that tone and and what's going so that that quick phone call phone contact even if you got to start off your i don't have but one minute listen (laughs) this 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 that boom that's it you still can send a follow-up like okay made it there or something like that i get that part but when you when it's something that is of a serious importance i just feel like sometimes just picking up that phone is, is better to do that's just me you know? I, I struggle with when i answer the phone if i call if i call you or if you call me i say listen i only got three minutes what's going on 
I struggle with that a little bit. Because what part of the struggle? What part do you struggle with? Saying it or, or hearing it? Or? It's me saying, um, if you call, I say, I only have, if you call me, I say, hey, how you doing? I only got three minutes. How, how is that a struggle, though? I, For I just me wanna... to say that because um, at that very moment that you call, it could be a crisis going on in your life really bad. And well, you, say it in three minutes. But You but, got three minutes to say it in. But hold on. <laughs> if you're the person in crisis mode, something really bad happening to you and somebody cuts you short immediately, you already got some stuff you backed up against and then you get that that chop off like, you only got three minutes. It's like, I, I'm, I'm distraught already. You have to kind of, I try to open up a conversation and listen, I say, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. Can you please give me at least till 3.30 and I'll call you right back because I need to respect whatever you're going through. I need to make you feel like it's okay and it's going to be hard. But if I cut you off, you might be talking about committing suicide or anything. Well, you may be I, in a bad emotional state, and for me to put you in a spin like that, yeah, I don't think that's okay. I, I, okay, I, and I, I feel you on both parts because mm. at one point in time in my world, I was like that too. You mm. know, as an entrepreneur, even from the very beginning, everything that you do, you commit to. You know, your your building process, right? right? So time is very limited, and, and you're, you're multitasking and doing things. So in the very beginning, I get what you're saying. You mm. don't want to start that out. I had to find a way or develop some type of uh, communication strategy, you know, to be able to do that. Because on one part, I hear what you're saying, because just in the midst of, like you said, if, if you someone calls you and say, well, I only got three minutes, you know, you don't want to say that because they may, may be in something, but if they're in something and you're saying, well, it's three o'clock now, can I call you back at 3.30? Who knows what's gonna take place between then and now? So what I do is, I like, if, first of all, if you have my number to call me directly like that in the midst of that, you know, how I roll, you know. There's some right. You know what my my mind and my heart and how we how how I operate to a degree. You know what I'm saying. Unless you're in a crisis, you think about committing suicide. I don't even know what your world is. I'm in yeah. a bad place, so I can't even remember your world. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm in such a bad place. Your world doesn't even. I'm I'm losing it. And for you to if you say, listen, I got three minutes. Like you know, forget. Let me just go and kill myself because I because you you ain't you're not hearing me. When people get in a bad crisis. That's an emotional imbalance that you can't monitor or or guide. All you could do is make them either feel like, I hear you, I'm going on the air in two seconds, can I call you right back? And that may give them something to hold on to, at least you're trying to hear me. But if you're at a place where you want to just give it all up and you think people ain't hearing you, and then the first thing I tell you is, you got three minutes, you're like, forget it. You know, it, it, it just it just don't get that other person that's in the middle of trying to commit suicide or getting ready to lose everything or just in a bad place anywhere. It's just, it's just that's that last leg. I, it's it's selfish for me to even give you three minutes to tell you that. That's so selfish for me to say, you got three minutes. And then you call me and I don't know what, you, you may just lost your cat, dog, or anything. And, and for you, mentally you're in a bad, that's when people don't understand emotional, mental breakdown because they're not in that person's world. They're yeah. still thinking about, I got a business to run. And it ain't all about business all the time. Sometimes you have to take out time for a person's, you got to give, life still goes on. Business will, will close. Yeah. But once life is done, it's done. I, I hear you. And, and, and I'm in that world, but I'm also... This is a conversation we're gonna have. Yeah, let's go. Hold on, hold on. We go. We're gonna because Doc has already called in, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run this on through and then get Doc. And then and Doc gonna see and Doc gonna so Doc gonna take up where we left off because he always listens to us and he always be the voice. All I needed was three minutes, and you told me you'll come back at at three thirty. See how they do you? Yeah, I don't even want to talk no more. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Good example. All right, all right, y'all. This is Alvin and Evan on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real Eleven Hundred.
decided I didn't want to sing it by myself anymore. So I invited some of my dear friends to help me sing about freedom and cause it to ring. Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartsATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show, Good Health Inside. Now, this is Alvin. And Edmund. Doc, come on, man. I know you heard us talking, right? You know, I, I, you know, I, I listen in on you guys, and you have a, a very spirited debate going. But uh, <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> and can't nobody be busy in the doc. Doc, come on. What's your what's your take on that? Come on, we want you involved you in this. What do you think? You know, you know no, I'm not going. I'm not going to get into it because you know what I I think the the one thing that Edmund said that I think is really important. Okay, and that is um, <laughs> let's not be so centered about ourselves that we forget about other people around us because they may need us at oh, some that was level. Me said that, and doc. you know, so that's that's um, I think a take home point for all of us that. We should start to think outside ourselves and, and and actually reach out to some other people. And we may actually help them to do something better for, them, for their lives. Because right now, this COVID thing, man, has us so confused. Yes. Mm-hmm. It has so confused. I mean, the scientists are, are just beating their heads against the wall trying to figure out what this thing is doing, what it's capable of doing, and where it's headed. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we have not had the support of the White House uh, because we would be so much farther ahead of this thing because they disrespected science. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's because of the science and it's because of the data that these guys are gathering right now that I'm able to give you a new updated report 
but unfortunately, we're still trying to get more information. So even as I give you this information, I'm going to give you some new data. Well, I'm not going to actually give you the data. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some new facts. Okay. And, and then have you guys, you know, and, and everybody out there to think about these things because um, when you start talking about reaching out to other people, we're not just talking about older people. Because right now, this thing is beating up on people that are younger than 50. And when I say younger than 50, we're talking all the way down to 25. Mm. Uh, I was watching the, the news two days ago, and there was a young woman. She was 25 years of age. She was pregnant. And um, she had no medical problems. And she died in childbirth of COVID. Mm-hmm. 25 years of age. Um, young, healthy, beautiful woman, you know, her husband sitting there and her last words was, you know, you and my baby will be all right. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got a question for you, Doc. I'm sorry to, to interrupt. I didn't yeah, see let's, that. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. When they, when you say she died during childbirth from COVID, how, how, how is COVID placed on her, her, her death in regards to like, what were, were the symptoms, were there something she was dealing with or battling? How, how did that affect that element versus just saying, you know, a natural uh, death during childbirth or something? How was it differentiated? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not delineate all of the facts, but she was suffering from the effects of COVID. So, okay. you know, having respiratory problems. Okay. Um, she may have even had um, some of the clotting problems, and that was one of the things that we we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and skip our, um, uh, our, our, our food presentation because I think this is so important. Okay. But, um, you know, when you start to think about COVID, the first thing, of course, everybody thinks about is that, you know, it goes in through the nose, it gets into the mouth, and then it goes into the lungs. Mm-hmm. And that is the, the typical route for, for COVID. You know, we, we breathe it in, and then it gets into the system, and then it begins to travel. Well, what we didn't realize was how much it does travel and what it has an affinity for. At first, we thought it only had an affinity, meaning that it was attracted to cells within the respiratory system, mm-hmm. um, namely the lungs. And that was all well and good because we could at least look at it and say, okay, let's attack it, you know, by way of the lungs and see if we can preserve the lungs. Um, what we're not telling people is, yeah, you can die of respiratory failure, and a lot of people do. They wind up on ventilators and that kind of thing. But what they're not telling people is that a lot of the people who survive, and especially the young people who get this disease, it causes scarring of the lungs, which is permanent. So we keep talking about death, and that's, that's mortality is what we talk about, the mortality. But there is another term called morbidity, and that is the sequelae, the, uh, the, the, the problems that you get once you become ill and what you have to live with afterwards. That's morbidity, okay? And the morbidity coming from this thing is unbelievable. The number of people who have permanent lung problems, can't breathe, who will need to be uh, with a, a respiratory uh, doctor for the rest of their life, be going back and forth to their, their PCP because they have permanent respiratory problems. Well, that would be all well and good if that's all it was, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not bad enough, I mean, how many of us want to walk around feeling like we're suffocating, right. you know? Um, and, and that's the thing that we don't talk about either is that some of this, this permanent scarring continues to progress <clears throat> until you wind up on oxygen, until you wind up where you can't breathe at all. Doc, uh, so I have a question too. <clears throat> well, uh, something about that. There's a young lady that I spoke to today. Uh, she had COVID, her her father and, and a lot of people in her family, they caught it from her father. He was he was asymptomatic, of course. 
and he gave it to most of the people in the family and a, a friend of hers. She told me today, she said, Alvin, I'm, I'm feeling great. She said, but I'm wearing a mask, and sometimes I feel like my breathing is still restricted or I'm suffering from fatigue. She said, now, I'm, I'm doing great. I feel great, but there's a lasting, I'm, I'm having, still having some problems even after getting over the COVID, and she's young. Yes. Same thing um, about the respiratory. She said when she has a mask on, like she's still having a problem. She thinks it's because of the mask, but when she still feels like she's having respiratory issues, even after she's gotten over the COVID. Well, and she because she hasn't really gotten over it. Right. And um, if you look at some of the uh, reports of people who have COVID, um, who have been in the hospital for like three weeks, they will tell you that they're still recovering three weeks after that. So six weeks out, they're still having some issues. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it may have to do with whether or not they got some of the permanent injuries. So some people will recover 100%, and some people will have um, some residual problems. And some of those problems you may not even recognize until you begin to exercise, like walk up a flight of stairs. So, you know, walking regular, you may feel like you're okay. Uh, If you put a mask on, you may notice that that little bit of difference in your respiratory effort uh, is causing you to feel like you're labored, the same as you would be going up a stair. So what, that's what, what they're experiencing. It's not the mask per se. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they're not having good oxygen exchange in the first place. You know, that's exactly what she said. She gave me the analogy. She said, Alvin, I walk upstairs. She said, it feel like I can't, uh, I can't, you know, I go up there and then I'm out of breath. She said, walking just to the mailbox. She said, it's it's really hard. She said, it is so serious. At first, you know, she took it serious, but not really thinking until it happens to you how bad it really is. She said it, it was bad. She said her body ached like she'd never felt before. She took a bunch of uh, aspirins and soaked hair overnight. She said it was just painful, the most painful thing she'd ever gone through. It, uh, that's, that's one of the symptoms that you need to um, look at because not everybody is going to get the temperature. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to get the respiratory illness, uh, or they may get like a little runny nose or something, but the body aches. And so when you fill out these, these questionnaires, you'll see on there body ache, mm-hmm. and then there's another one called body pain. Mm-hmm. It's a whole separate category. So the pain that she's talking about is unbelievable. You know, you can't even have anybody touch your skin. Um, and that's typical of certain flus, like H1N1 will do that. Uh, we, You know, we didn't think that we see that with this COVID, but COVID is evolving and it's changing. So one of the other things that that we're starting to see is the number of strokes that are coming up. Mm -hmm. And the type of stroke that is developing is what we call large vessel strokes, where it's either somewhere around the heart or you get a a pulmonary embolus. You know, you hear about people getting uh, clots to their lungs. We call that a pulmonary embolus. Mm -hmm. Those are very large vessels. The average age for that to happen prior to COVID is around age 74, okay? Those are the people who got those kinds of of, um, clots. And then some of them, those clots actually went to the brain, and then they would get a stroke from it. Now we're seeing in people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, um, 50% of the cases in one hospital were less than 50 years of age. The average age before this was age 74. So... And, and, and the other thing they're finding is these were people who had no other medical problems. They didn't have diabetes, high blood pressure, um, uh, obesity. They, they had nothing. As a matter of fact, there was a case, this was early on, where there was, I told you guys about this guy was a vegan. Mm-hmm. He was a vegan. Yeah. And he was a yoga instructor. Yeah. And he had gotten COVID. He was on his way home from the hospital. And he had a stroke that day. 
and they were like, what in the world is going on? Um, you know, we, we don't know what's going on with it, and we're not sure what the proper treatment is. Some people were given aspirin. Some people were worried about giving aspirin, too, because uh, things like Advil, Motrin, Aleve, um, they may actually allow the virus to replicate even faster than if you didn't have that on board. So we're telling people, take Tylenol, but if you're prone to clots, it may be better that you have aspirin. Mm-hmm. But we don't know which one's to tell. Wow. So It's a blood ask- test that you have to look at. It's called a D-dimer, and, and, and that may be the answer, but we're not quite sure. So, Doc, let me ask you this. this um, why is it that some people think, and, and I, I just experienced this past week, I talked to this dog, he, he was a Hispanic guy, and he said, well, I believe that all these cases they're saying is not really that many cases. He thinks that uh, you go in and they, they'll just chart it. He's thinking that the medical community is getting paid to put down something that says COVID, even if a person just may have had a, a common cold. And I was trying okay. to explain to him, I was like, man, I, don't, I, don't, I can't tell you that that's true or not, but I don't see how that's going to be beneficial. Tell me, what do you know about that? Okay, so, you know, early on, um, you know, Trump was saying that, you know, this thing was not an issue. Mm-hmm. Then he it on China. And then he um, started saying that the numbers weren't real and that, um, you know, they were, they were, hospitals were getting paid more to uh, say that it was COVID related and they were, they were inflating the numbers. Mm-hmm. Then was the more testing that we do, then uh, the more cases that you'll find will be positive. Well, Okay, that's true. The more testing that you do, you will get more positive cases. However, you won't get more hospitalizations because you're doing more testing. Okay? okay. You're getting more hospitalizations because people are sick and they're winding up in the uh, emergency room and they're winding up in the intensive care unit because they are sick, not because we're doing more testing. Mm-hmm. If we did more testing, we could identify those people that are at high risk and we could quarantine them and we could watch them closer to make sure that as the symptoms progress, we can intervene. But that's not what the President of the United States has been doing. And so that's why we have this out of control pandemic. Other countries got a hold of it and they they were proactive. And so everyone in the country understood what the, the, the method of the madness is and how we control it and what we look for and what the symptoms are. But we haven't had that. So every state has been doing it for themselves. Inside the states, the governors fighting with the um, with the, with the mayors, mm-hmm. the mayors fighting with the city council, uh, the, the 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 president is fighting with CDC, mm-hmm. and everybody is disrespecting the science. But it's the science that's giving us the answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what the kids? Uh, I'm talking about the kids going back to school. How dangerous do you think that's going to be? Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. When you start talking about putting kids back into an incubator, you know, an incubator where it is for disease, let's just think about it. When do we have the highest amount of cold season? We always want to say that it's because of the winter time. It's not just the winter time. It's the time at which the kids go back to school. So starting about um, four to eight weeks after the kids get back in school where they're breathing on each other, where they're sharing all these germs, is when you start to see first the teachers get sick mm-hmm. because the kids bring those diseases. Then you start seeing the families. Then you start seeing the spread of the flu. So, yes, it may have something to do with the cold weather, but it has, may have more to do with during the cold season, we put everybody into these little Petri dishes where they start incubating germs. Mm-hmm. And so if you are going to put all these kids together, 
where they're going to incubate these germs, they're going to be that much more infective when they get back home and, and around other people. And it is, uh, even when I did my, my rotations as a, as a medical student, everybody come out of medical school got sick when they did their pediatric rotations because the kids are the carriers. Mm. They're the carriers. And so when you're talking about putting these kids back in school, you're talking about getting ready to escalate the infectivity of this problem by a problem a thousand percent, not 10 percent, five percent, a thousand percent. So it is totally irresponsible to put mm. these kids back into school when we don't have an answer to control the illness and the disease. Yeah, that's that's so scary. I'm like, I thought about the same thing. So you got all these kids and end up catching a cold, have colds, and they bring it home, you know, sniffles. And to the parents. Then the parents and the grandparents. It's like, I don't even know what they're thinking about. It's not even, Doc, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what they're thinking about other than money or the economy. Well, think about this. Think about this. You know, we always say, I mean, this is something that, that is common sense. That if you get a cold, if you get run down, uh, you're more susceptible to other illnesses. Mm -hmm. So if you get a common cold and then you come into somebody who has the flu, it's a good chance you're going to do what? Get the flu. Get the flu, right. 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 So if you have these kids who are now getting colds and those kinds of the normal things that children get, and it sort of decreases your immunity, and then you get COVID, what do you think COVID's going to do to you when COVID can affect every organ system in the body now? It's not a lung disease. It's a vascular disease. It's a heart disease. It causes heart problems, arrhythmias. It's a kidney disease. It shuts down systems. That's why young people are dying, because it shuts down every system. And in some people, it does it quickly, not over a period of months and years, over like a few days to a week or so. Right. person. But the, what the doctors are saying is they're walking in and they look great. And we come back four hours later and the person's on a ventilator. Hmm. Two hours later, they're dead. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, so this is not anything to play with. And it's also happening in children. Uh, they're getting these heart disease. They're getting, a lot of them aren't dying as much, but there are people who are dying. And if it's your child, it's 100%. So while they're playing with the percentages and, you know, it's only 0.1% of the kids who are dying, if it's your child, it's 100%. 100% that's right. 100%. Yes. Doc, man, thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. You always have the best information. Really appreciate you. Uh, man. Yeah, I hate, I hate to end like that. Normally we try to end on a high note. That's a, that's a low note. But you know what? I think we need to be on a low note today because uh, there are still so many people who are not taking this seriously. Yeah, yeah. And I think the real reason is, in some kind of way we got to get the word out there, is when you think about young people, maybe, and, and, I, have to, and I, 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 I fit into this category when I was in my 20s. The last thing I wanted to hear was the news. When I was listening to some music and the news came on, I changed the station. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I didn't listen to CNN. You know, that was old people's uh, news stations, you know, right, right. CNNC. You know, I didn't listen to those things, NPR. And so a lot of the young people are truly not informed. We think they are because we are talking about it all the time, and the information is all around us. But they are shutting down the radios like we did when the news comes on. Yeah. They are not informed. So we have to get that message to them, and we got to hammer it home. And, Doc, what they are informed about, they're misinformed. I, I, I challenge, like, the, even the ones younger than me and even some of the ones that I know personally that are a lot younger than me, I spend a lot of time trying to debunk what they, what they think they know, what they're hearing. It's like, listen, you got to look at this. I mean, these people ain't dying just because they drank water, you know? It's happening. It's for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Doc. Well, 
Thank you, sir. Thank you so Appreciate much, you dog. Guys. All right. Have, have a good, good one. one. Be safe. Be blessed. All right. All righty. As, as usual, love you guys. Talk yep. to you next week. Love you too, Doc. Thanks. Okay. Man, I hope people are taking this COVID serious. I, I Oh, man, I hope they're taking this serious. That's a, we, that's a good fact that he that he brought into that, and, and you know, because we are in our own circles, and we mm-hmm. feel like because we're knowledgeable of some information, what's going on, and we pay attention to the news or whatever's going on that, you know, everyone else does, and it's not always like that. So hopefully, you know, the young, younger generation has someone in their crowd of friends that they deal with or whatever, socialize with, that informs them because – you know, thinking back on that, those age groups of the 20s and even younger, I feel like that was such a good thing with the diversity in regards to people having different interests. Because yeah. if everybody's interested in the one same thing, then that's all of the focus. But, yeah. you know, when you have, you know, if you're thinking back, back now, and it's, and it's funny to look at it this way, like, even just in a class setting, just to say a class setting, mm-hmm. um, you know, and your, your, your friend's there, you've got different people who are going to do different things later in life so hopefully their their um attention span goes to that if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah you know if you think back now to the people that you went to school with you know some may be judges some may be right. you know uh i don't know business owners some yeah. may be whatever yeah, very you diverse, know, very diverse mm-hmm. you know and some are into the political arena some yeah. are into the scientific you know arena some yeah. are wherever some still trying to figure out their path in life but i think that you know Gave you a sense of uh, diversity in, in looking at other worlds. Right. That's the best way I can put it. You know, uh, the other thing that I said that we are going to go into our song, I think Dr. Hines may have gotten called in on a call as well. Okay. Medical call. but She's handling business and, yeah. and doing her thing, taking care of the people. So, But to the younger ones that may actually be listening to the station today, I think one of the things I can definitely say when I was younger, I, I, I like being around older people. And they just so wise. They always got something to tell you and, yeah. and give you some words and nuggets and stuff. Yeah. And so that's how I got a chance to try to make as less mistakes as I could mm-hmm. without just being. But now the younger generation, they got so many things coming after them. I, I'm telling you, you will, some of the people that I talk to give me so many. They'll hear me on the radio yeah. and they'll know what I do and they'll start. I know what we do. And they'll come up with a conspiracy. Well, did you hear about this? And I'm like. Brother, you're 23, you're 25, you're 20. Listen, listen, don't get caught up in that. Do You'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah. If you keep on, you're going to end up killing most people in your family because you think that this is a joke. You, you just think that they just out there just inventing this. And then when that one person in your life is close to you, close to you leave, uh, so what, what are we going to I mean, what, what say then? Yeah. That it, it was real that time. And it just, so we can't. Because it affects you directly. Because it affects and you see, directly. That's, that's where a lot of people are with. On, on a lot of things, you know, yeah. not just this. You know, it's just like a lot of people, if they're not affected directly, then it, it, it really is. It, it's like the crime rate. Yeah. If it's unless somebody yeah. you know yeah. directly be like, yeah, the crime rate is high, but yeah. and let, and let it be one of your loved ones that they, they got a memorial sitting on the side of the street with some flowers. Then it impacts you more, and you can see, mm-hmm. man, it's, it, it's black-on-black crime is real. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. see black-on-black crime being real because it ain't happening to somebody that you know close to you or is you. Mm-hmm. So it's and then, day. you know, watching the news, you become so... Uh, like, Immune to it. Yeah, you're just, you're just basically... You, numb it's, to it. It's so much coming at you, like you say, consistently. And, you know, you do want to keep up on what's going on in the news, but then you don't want to overwhelm to where that is, like, all, all you're focused you're on. Right, you know? right, right. All right, well, we're going to go ahead on and get this... Uh, get this uh, so get this party started here. Uh, 
I've already sent in my three songs. I see you sent yours. I in sent already. in three as well. Yeah, yeah, but I got, I got. I don't think you were, you were nowhere near in the arena that I'm in today. And I don't think you in nowhere in the arena that okay, I'm in today. Okay. And you know what? And, and I'm glad Doc said just keep it kind of chill because those were the songs that I selected. Just, just some real laid back stuff. You know, normally I'm pretty hype and energetic. Well, but stop I didn't get that first because I'm hype. We'll go with yours then. Well, well, you stay hype then. <laughs> well, you too hype, like like kid and play. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edmund on the real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all. Welcome back. That was Miss Shantae Moore. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Needed cool. that. I, I love, you know, she ain't doing much right now, is she? she doing uh, last I saw of Shantae was uh, her unsung, and as well, she was on the, what, Soul Divas reality mm-hmm. show a few years back or whatever. Still very talented. Still very beautiful. I mean, she holding together really well. She and, has um, a beautiful voice. Yeah. You know, when I think it's, it's three people. No, goodness, it's four people. That that uh that really make me think about that make me think about uh they they had the same type of um uh range of of a different range different class of their own that would be Shantae Moore Pharrell 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 okay um Minnie Ripperton okay and um Mariah Carey okay when they you got say- a different type of they they have something that just like they get. And, and I kind of want to put Patty in there somewhere along there. It's just a uniqueness about, they just get that, it's the, it's, they got that, it's something different about them. I don't even know how to explain it. They just, because Shantae just like, just can put you just, just like where you need to be. <clears throat> not to say that all these other women, like, you see, Whitney Houston is not to me like Minnie Rippleton. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Minnie Rippleton and Whitney Houston is two different sounds, but both of them are very much appreciated. Yeah. You can't. You can't mimic either one of the two. That's no. what it is. You can't mimic Shantae Moore. I don't know nobody sing like Shantae Moore. I don't know nobody sing like Mariah Carey. I don't know nobody sing like Whitney Houston. You know why? <clears throat> original, or yeah, original, yeah. And, organic. And and, and 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 I know people that try to sing like them. See that, that that part. That's, that. But Listen. it's cold. I mean, I want to appreciate. I want them. I, I appreciate Jennifer Hudson singing uh, Whitney Houston song to say I want to pay homage to her. I know I'm not her. But I want to let you know how much I love your music too. I'm gonna sing this song, mm-hmm. and all I'm gonna do is feel you. So yeah. I don't have a problem with it at all. I get, I get, I get you on that. I, yeah. Okay, so on that level, that's a little different than what I was thinking. When I was thinking, I'm thinking, you know, um, on a different platform. Mm-hmm. You know, attempting to be that person. Oh no, don't, don't be no. that person. Now you can be that in your mind, that person in that moment. Remember when I was telling you we played the Jocelyn Brown song and I told you yeah. back and I said for that and that talent show, that young lady, mm-hmm. she was her. Right. She believed it. I believed it. She sang it and everybody in the audience yeah. felt it. Okay, that's a different situation. Right. But if you are, you know that's not a level that you're able to do just do it do it around nobody. <laughs> Don't yeah. like yeah, like me when I when, when when I murder a song and I know I can't hit any of the notes. I'm I'm either by myself murdering that song, and in my mind I sound you sound actually I sound better than the CD. Of course, yeah. You, you feel can, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. when I'm when I'm hitting them notes and 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 singing certain <laughs> and the acoustic in the bathroom is amazing. Yeah, uh, amazing. It's amazing. Especially amazing. In the shower. Like, yeah, yeah. I can cut it. I in can my cut mind, it. like, and don't talk about when I like do a, a track where it's like. 
back-to-back songs, I'll give a full concert. I've, I've done that before. <laughs> so you're running out all the hot water in the back. In the hey, house. but man, in that moment, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm Keith Washington. I'm Luther Vandross. I'm uh, Alexander O'Neill. Um, every, any track that come on, because mm. I'm so old school, like I, I know all the lyrics to every song they play. You feel what I'm saying? Wow. I used to go to sleep. Like when I was in school, like, you know, coming up, all the way up through high school and stuff, every night going to sleep, I would always like go to sleep to Quiet Storm and let it play while I was yep. asleep too, you yeah. know, unless my uh, cousins or somebody come by the house and they'd be like, damn, you got to play that. All, you, you don't never turn it. Like, some people do that with their television. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't like that. But the music wise, mm-hmm. you know, we, we can do that. You feel me? Okay. Recording artist. <laughs> Fashion designer. <laughs> don't start. I'm not even go down the list. <laughs> Television producer. Television. Because, uh, you talk, know, I'm, I'm excited about your... Okay, let, let's play your song. All right. We're going to go ahead and play your song. We'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. All right, be right back. fashion designer Edmund Newton. I'd like to tell you about Enmask.com. Enmask.com is my only source for non-surgical cloth masks. I've teamed up with Enmask.com to create and design a collection of limited edition masks. These masks are washable, reusable, breathable, and most importantly, fashionable. Shop online now 
at enmask.com. That's E-N-M-A-S-K-S.com for quality masks made in America. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Who was that, sir? Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. That was Babyface. I love you, babe. That's, that was good. That's a, one of them that's jammers. And I, for, I forgot yeah. to say that name. That's one, like, if I'm if I'm singing, doing my little concert thing, mm. and one of them songs, going, oh, man, I, I go all the way back to the Dell on that. I hope you don't be doing this in the bathtub, in the shower. If you do, you know them old school bathtubs that you have to put a little rubber mat down. And you slip and fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just a whole process. You know what I'm saying? Even like before, after the whole nine, when you're just doing your whole, just getting yourself together, whether you're shaving or cutting or you know, cutting your hair and whatever, brushing teeth and check the shower. Just, just that's that's a lot of time. Uh, a lot of the time, like your me time. That's the time that you're away from everything, everybody, and you just have that moment to yourself to mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do or whatever. And, you know and what? A uh, cleaning solution, I think, oh, the uh, soul, uh, R&B, soul music industry. Um, what was that? A cut of date, um, profits. Let me see which one you're about to say. Because mentally, I put a, a, a cleaning, I associate a cleaning solution with different cultures. Ain't even one. Go ahead. Let me see. What is what is it? I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Pine saw. Pine yeah. saw. Oh, he's a Mr. Clean. Most time, yeah. my mama had pine saw and put that little two drops in that walk of the water. <laughs> and you get to your spot. You be in there cleaning the whole house. And every R&B song in the world we'll play. is playing. While you're actually, that's probably Saturday morning. And of course. And the music is playing. And you trying to hurry up because you want to go outside. Now you got to hurry up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to hurry up because yeah. they already out there waiting on me. Yeah. Where they mama yeah. house ain't clean. <laughs> <laughs> But see, you know, you know what's crazy. Once that's kind of in your mind, you know how to handle that. Right, right. But I mean, even with that, like Saturday mornings was was at the, at the salon too. A lot, of, you know, my I, mom yeah, ran her own to, business. So and then you, then you had she, my mother just make send it, send it, uh, send us to the laundry, send me because I was older to wash the towels. Wash the towels. Wash the and towels. had to fold them all. And yeah. then fold them. And fold them all up. And neat. fold the towels. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I would see my mom doing that at first, and then you know what I'm saying when she schooled me on how to do it. Okay, I'm gonna take you up here. I'm gonna drop y'all. Then I'm gonna come back and get you <laughs> at the at the the And you some quarters. And get you hey, right. Yeah. You some and you can play the arcade games and right. stuff, and buy Pac-Man you some stuff or whatever. Everything. You just yeah. But, man, but you know. I so appreciate that. I do too. I really do. We I had something that. to do. Yo, we, th- that was, you were working. That That's was what work. I say. In, that was an internship right there, not even knowing. And you then know? people would be like, uh, you over here washing Miss DeBora tiles? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> they already know. Right. I'm yeah. 15 years old. I'm yeah. only 16 washing. I was formula. younger than that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. 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 That was, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I, I so I so appreciate that, and that's one of the things we need to get back to. Also, is showing the younger generations on how to do things. See, a lot of them don't know how to do because they weren't shown. I don't have nothing to do other than just listen to. They, they got social media. A lot of them don't know how to do stuff because they weren't shown, and all they can do is what they see being done, right? Either by each television. other or television or, mm-hmm. or or social media or whatever like that. But you got to grab them and, and get their mind. Why they're young to make it productive, to make it productive. you know, and proactive, and, proactive. and um, show that you know you can you can do this. I know you're younger or whatever, but it's it's simple. It's not it's not a, a scientific element with a you know you know without knowledge, without any type of knowledge to do anything, it will it will kill you. And that will <clears> take you out. There's <laughs> a just to take y'all to a little Sunday school. There's a scripture in the Bible that says we perish because of lack of knowledge. Wow. Not knowing that, not trying to educate yourself, not trying to understand anything. And at some point, you would just be, 
that's scriptural right there. And, and you know what? I, I'm glad you said that because even like piggybacking off of that, the fact of a lot of times it's an internal instinct if you listen to mm-hmm. it. You were given your your mind to think for yourself. Right. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you got to teach somebody something and they got to do it exactly that way or the whole nine. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just, that, you know, it's a, it's an internal instinct mm-hmm. and you also have to make people, you know, be aware that that, that is something that is a knowledge of uh no, and right. experienced. We, right. we see. Yeah. Uh, no, he was. He was okay. just uh, telling. I think we're gonna. We got enough to play uh, my song now. All right. And then uh, we're gonna come back, and uh, then we're gonna do that little thing for the for the FCC, and then we're gonna come back to the show. All Sounds right. good. All right, let's uh, do it. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. All right, y'all. Welcome back. That was Miss Rochelle Pharrell with Open Arms. That's a good one, huh? That's a voice for you. That is, org- yeah, she's that is note. organic, non-genetically modified type of music and singer. Yeah. I just want to say, send a shout-out to... Um, no, this ain't no shout-out. I want to send a message to... Um, I know you don't like when I do this. This is for the President of the United States. Let me just tell you this. <laughs> Y'all should see my goals. Take a deep breath. I would like to urge you to think really, really hard and long. I understand he wants to send some troops over to Chicago. To not troops. He has formed a coalition. Do, nobody knows who these people are. Uh, they don't have no badges, no nothing. And they've and been hurting and snatching people up. And, and, and snatching people up and arresting them. No kind of... Nothing to identify them. So they got on army fatigues and everything. So they're doing it in Iowa, I believe, or somewhere. And they tear gas and people. They call it, call it breaking up protests. So you got these moms 
that's protecting their kid, protecting, they call them mom protesters or something like that, and they locking arms together and like, don't hurt our kids, don't hurt our kids. And so the fathers came out there, yes, they with the moms, and they still throwing tear gas on them and everything, don't matter about the race or whatever. And these moms are serious trying to, but they are taking these people putting them in a van and, and then trying to give them, lock them up a citation or something. Where? Where are they taking <clears throat> these people to? To jail. To some jail. And, they, and they, they're from Homeland Security, supposedly. But you don't know no name, you know nothing. Can't, don't know anything about them. And Donald Trump did this because he wanted the protesting to stop. So he put together a coalition of people from Homeland Security and they're not mm-hmm. even supposed to be doing anything like this. Now, here's the problem I have with it. So now, yeah, I moved here from Chicago. Okay. And it's not necessarily just the location per se, but he's sending some people, these same troops to Chicago, to the south side of Chicago, to Chicago, to, he claims to help with all the violence. I just want to urge you, you want to think twice about that because that is not Iowa. If you send them people over to Chicago and they know you coming and you start, you call yourself, you're going to come to our streets and you're going to patrol me and put me in a van and then take me to jail, I don't know who you are, that ain't going to go over well. It's not going to go over so well. So I'm going to really ask you to think twice about that. And the mayor of Chicago, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, yes. she said it ain't going down in her city. She I said, I'm going to tell you, you see her yeah, talk about I, that? Yes, yes. And that disturbs me because I know it's going to be a lot. It's dangerous. And I know a lot of people are going to suffer if he does that. A lot of innocent people. That's innocent not people. Because, yeah, because if I was there, it would be hard for me to see. Uh, you know me as calm now, but sometimes I can be militant at times, you know, probably. And I know to see you just going to come over and pick us up and put us in a van because we have the right to protest. And there's going to I don't know who you are. And, and, and you know what? Taking consideration that was occurring prior to COVID, too. You know, that yeah. was a lot of times the situation yeah. people were, were were saying from my, my Latino family and stuff like yeah, that. That's exactly and, right. You know, they would make me aware of what was going on in their world and mm-hmm. their culture and stuff or whatever. And, and even on the news, you would see that prior to. And now it's, remember, we just had the conversation about a lot of times until something affects you directly, you're like. It's, hard, it's a little easy to relate yeah. to. Yeah. But so, now seeing that, you know, and seeing how they are being sent in and already we're at a very, you know, transitioning fragile, moment. We're at a fragile yeah. time right now. Yeah, and a lot and, of people are on edge and like, but you, you, I don't want to, you know, bring this, but my, my thought process, what I wanted to ask you even prior to coming in here is like, what do you think some of the people who are very vocal that were in the creative world that are no longer here with us would think and or feel or even vocalize? Like, they would. Like, like, say for instance, if it was Michael Jackson. They would be the beat <laughs> no, no, no. daylights out of Michael Jackson because he was vocal. Michael, yeah, he was very vocal. vocal. He was vocal through his music, through his artistic he element. Sure and he got the word out to the people through the music, through mm-hmm. the sound waves. He didn't have to go stand, you know, here and do that. And that was his way of doing it and 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 you well, know, pushing that out there. Now a lot of other people would like like even with like James Brown. He was very vocal, but he would get out like Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, yeah, not yeah. Aretha but Franklin. but here's the thing. Uh so but they even did things. That's why a lot of people don't believe some of the stuff that they were accusing Michael Jackson of because Michael was fighting for a different apartheid and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so some people school believe that all these things they were trying to accuse him was, was a way to try to bring him down because he was so vocal. Okay. Now you know? what about what about it? Like a Tupac Shakur? Oh no, you like, so so like that. I mean, people that that's out there trying to fight fight strong and then people start okay listening to them mm-hmm. they in a danger zone most of the ones i know that was really making it in a danger zone the day people start gravitating listen to them 
And if they say, hey, that's me, I just be I, just I, down with the ship. I mean, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. I'm just exactly. not going to sit here making a, a successful career for my life just for me. And I got all these other young people behind me. It may not, I may not benefit it, but the folks behind me going to benefit. So, you, so uh, Mr. President, I'm going to ask you to think twice about how you want to handle it if you care about the people like you say you do, because that's dangerous. Don't send those people in trying to pick up these black folks off the street because ain't going to happen. We, I'm telling you, we ain't, we ain't doing it like that. I, I can't say it, no planning. You know we're not going to do that. I already, I, I, You're not going to pick me up, put no, me in a van like no, that? But, uh-uh. but I'm, I'm even, you know, and they, but they, they're armed and stuff like that, too. They're going to fight. Like, I get it. But my thing is this. Like, even with who is in some of these people ear that are making these Make them think it's okay. Decisions like who is in your? It's almost like and we not. I'm gonna use his name, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna get on this subject because I don't even want to get you started on that. But even like with you know the Kanye West situation, you know a lot of people have made remarks. They said, now, obviously, you ain't got no real real friends on your team. You know, or you don't have someone on your team that's telling yo. And now you, you know, you know how somebody gets you right. That check is it's, it's all about checks and balances. No matter but, no hold on, no matter where you are and what you're doing, is checks and balances but get this all the way across the board. But get this, let me get Kanye this out right here. When a person is dealing with a mental issue, they have no sense of doing anything other than what they want to do. And if you're somebody that has a mental health issue and it may be so severe that his wife or his people around him can't get them can't get him to listen because one you're not even on your medication where you can even reason. They say he won't even take his medication. So how do you fight somebody that has an illness that need medication to calm down so you can talk to him? How do you talk to the person? You, and they got money. You talk to you. Hold on, and, and that, I'm glad you took it full circle because we wasn't even going to get on the conversation of Kanye. But since we're we're there in that mm. sense, you say how do you do it? You talk to some people who have dealt with that situation. See, it's about experience. I get, and I'm not saying that their experience, because they've spoken with them, is going to be that exact same way. But you, it's it's about having an element of some know-how. Kim you know, said the and other dealing day, with that. Kim said that she has been. They have been trying to get Kanye some help. To get other people have tried to talk to him, professional people. Stop with that professional. That, that listen. That's that goes back to just what you were saying as far as somebody just. Who you hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That goes back to what you were saying as far as a, a stranger mm-hmm. pulling up in a van in some fatigues, armed <laughs> and throwing you in that van. That, you 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 have to have someone that can they can hear. They've got to hear you. Listen, do you feel me? Like they've got to hear what but you're you, saying. But you you're not trying to hear anything that they're trying to say. Who who on that man's team? But but who you, is who is in his camp? That's all I want to know. Like. But you assuming, and I hate to use this person as, as a good example, but uh, I hate to use her. But ooh. when a person is at a situation, even they can't hear themselves knowing that they can't hear. When a person has a mental situation going on, I don't think they're even capable of knowing that they can't hear, that people are trying to reason it. I think the only person that would probably possibly be able to get a hold to him at some point when he's at that level would have been his mother. Yeah, okay. Nobody else can so can that, reach that, him. That's what we're dealing with here. The mental situation, probably that he's dealing with. And sometimes mama ain't enough. That. You know why? You know it's a good example of that. Oh, it? They didn't even have a mental issue. That was another sickness, and that was drugs. That was Whitney. Everybody and their mama talked to Whitney, and tried to like. That's a can sensitive we, subject. Because you can't no, love no, her no, more no, than me. No, we can, no, we can no, talk no, about no, her. Because no, I love Okay, well, since we already started that topic, let's let's say this. What else you think somebody could have did for her? 
What do I, what do I think that someone could and or Prince? Okay, so my take on this. With with Whitney, I think that, you know, the person that she could have heard and, and would have heard in the midst of, you know, maybe those latter days of, of things she was going through would be Robin Crawford. You ask me, I'm telling you. Now, did that take place? Uh, you, know, you must have read Robin's book. You know what? I actually... I'm going to pick it up. Well, let I've me tell you what Robin time. said. Robin go. said she tried. They tried. But with the challenge that Whitney had was Whitney was battling stuff within herself that was made it harder for her to hear anybody. And then once she got with, you know, and married and all that stuff, she was just. So you're talking, you're talking about in, in, in those latter years. No, no, no. I, 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 I hear you on that. But I'm saying. The reason why I say Robin Crawford, and I did hear those, you know, mm. uh, key points that she mentioned that are in her book in regards and to. And she said on the Wendy Williams show. On the Wendy Williams show. Yeah, I got the all that. The funny part about when she was. <laughs> the funny part was? When they interviewed, when they interviewed Robin, and Robin told, told Wendy. When she <laughs> was waiting outside the studio waiting on her. <laughs> hey, you know, hold that on. That's so funny. We're about to go off in another direction. Okay. All Let's right, so play back, your song, back, and back then we're going to come back. Back to, we're not going to pick up the conversation. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so you make me lose my train of thought now. No, back to what I was saying as far as with, with Robin being able to, um, uh, if she was able to, to talk to her, mm. you know, she had those prior years. You know, she knew her before all of that. She knew her before all of the fame, all of what she's gone through, all of what she may have been going through and also coming out of. Mm -hmm. Because um, if you're a Whitney fan, like you say you are, you, rem <laughs> you would remember when she was on the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm -hmm. And that was her big comeback. You know, um, and that was her basically saying, I'm just, you know, pretty much taking what I'm dealing with and, and I'm just reemerging myself as an artist, you know. Uh, and I think from that point, she really began to really take a, a, another direction, you know, with her career and, and the stuff that she wanted to do. And I was, you know, really rooting for her and, and hoping we for her. Yeah. yeah. And she, she started, she, and even, she just, she even aged gracefully. Like, like beautifully, you know what I'm saying? In the sense of uh, Money can what do a she lot. went through. Hey, you know, a lot of other things can do a lot too. You know what I'm saying? And then one thing that that woman always talked about is her faith. And, and, and yeah. All right. And on that note, you can go ahead to commercial break and come back. Okay. We're going to play. I think it's my, it's my song next, right? Yep. It's my song. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Then they go home 
That was uh, who? Michelle. That was New Edition, Any Heartbreak. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was good. That was an organic, non-genetic. And that was modified. that was my selection because we went out. You were saying it was your song, so we got. I'm it. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I got my. Yeah, you, take take claim on well, that you selection right there. We just. I'm just gonna go ahead and play mine now, so we'll know what my flavor. We're just gonna go back right in behind mine. You go. Let's go. Hit my hit, Mr. DJ. Gonna do me up, man.
All right, uh, so I was wrong again. That yeah. was not my song. I wasn't trying to bro, take bro. You keep song. trying to take take my song selection. That, that was, was Miss Anita Baker with the same old love. I just got one question. What's that? Who's on the ones and twos? <laughs> Who's on the ones and twos? Is all I got a question. Who's on the ones? Jerry, and twos? Jerry right. did it. Jerry did it. <laughs> I'm not on the ones and twos. <laughs> so I no, was, but that was that was a good selection. One to tell I mean, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I love Anita Baker. Every time oh, I hear Anita man. Baker, I think about when I saw her and Luther in concert. Okay, absolutely amazing. And she had on that white dress. Of course, you know she likes wearing yeah, white. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. So, this time, this is my song. Okay. Right, and I had see. to find another female artist, different type of music, but one that will just be like, mm, mm. Here we go. Somewhere in my lifetime You've been here with me Oh, so close to me Somewhere in my lifetime Somewhere your lips Live so tenderly Think about that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. What? Yeah. yeah. yeah did you did you give him your other one? No, I got it right here. Oh, you gave me that. Okay. Yeah, you got. You got to stay ready. Yeah, stay ready. So you don't have to ready. stay ready. So you have to get ready. I'm gonna yeah. let you do that one. But we can talk a little bit while while he's pulling it up. Yeah. I so mean, uh, <clears throat> so uh, I want I, I want y'all to have I want y'all to really I'm asking the people to pray for Kanye West because he needs prayer. It he is in a place that I'm sure. It's kind of it's, it's it's not comfortable for him. It's not comfortable for his kids. It's not comfortable for his wife, his family. Yeah. Um, and more than more than anything, I'm thinking about his kids because they're gonna have to le- later on look back at all this. And so there's the reason why I, I refrain from saying anything like necessarily bad about him because he's dealing with a man. He's dealing with a no, man. It's, it's 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 not it's not you know knock nobody. Yeah, but some people like, like just like really lighting him up. But I'm like. 
he has a mental it's a mental situation, situation going yeah. just yeah. don't kick a brother when he's down just go and pray for him and because i mean i wouldn't want to trade places well you can see having all the money in the world does not cure illness and that that's where it goes to all man. the money <clears throat> in the world does not cure i'm sure he would rather just trade off all his money just have a peace of mind just be in my somebody else's shoes yeah but i got a lot of money in the world too i'm just loaded <laughs> there you go yeah, speaking, speaking of that, that, you know what? What? The funny part, like, uh, was actually last week, I was going to bring it bring it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I was riding, and I saw this building, man, and uh, it, it just it captured my attention. What? And I you said, saw a building? I saw a building. And not a person? No, it was, it was a building. It was a, it was a building that was amongst others, but it stood out okay. on its own. So the energy attracted me to it. Okay. And you know what? I said, that's, that's my atelier right there. That's my studio. And you got to take in mind, like, Y'all started to use two words. Use one that other people can understand. And then he brought one down to other. Would you like to say that again? So what was that word? Your atelier? My atelier. Okay, what you learn that from? But you said, where did I learn it Where'd you get that word from? Oh, you have to read about it in the book. It'll be dropping soon. We'll okay. try to get it out for the end of the year. But you're going to tell but me no, you got that word atelier from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, my, my I, I, I see my that being my fashion house. And the crazy part is I uh, called about it, you know, and the realtor called me back about it. And uh, they gave me a price point. Of it, you gonna, write, you gonna write a check? You know what? I might not have to write the check. The check might come come from somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and I say that. I okay. say that. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me clear this out. They're not trying to. Okay. Yeah, they're not trying to trying to put it like that. I with with my design elements. You know, there's uh, certain places that I could see things being when I, I create. You. Okay. Okay. So for the, the we got to go to the music. You saying yeah, cut, you saying stop? You saying no? No, no I'm, I'm just no. Just stop keep my talking. train of thought. No, just, no, keep no, keep going. I just want you to notice the engineer was getting out, getting your attention too. Oh, okay. Yeah. He you couldn't just, find my song. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. yeah right. He was just trying to get your no. And and the, the 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 yo, it was it was just like on my mind. So I I called about it and the, and the realtor gave me the price point of it, right? So right. And he said, but the thing about it is, because he said the thing about it is, is that it, it just went under contract. Oh, so there's someone who's actually purchasing. <laughs> you know what I told? Him? I said, "Well, I tell you what. If for some reason that contract doesn't go through, you give, give me a call, call back on it." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all now, do that. I ha- do I have in my account now? Hey, we don't, even, we don't care. It doesn't it matter. Because hey, so you you feeling where I'm going with? What this. did I just tell you last week? Same what, situation. That's right. So why are you right. trying to act like you confused and thought still, and stuff? I'm or whatever. Stuck, I thought was, I'm, I'm stuck on Tillier. Is all I'm saying. Oh, hey. Okay. I wish we gonna play your song. We got we got five minutes. We gotta play yours and mine. Uh, we're going to shut it down with my right. song. So let's get okay, you. Let's what do we it. Got? All right.
You know, you know, my co-host today, I mean, he's, he's in rare form today. Everything hey, is and all of those Bro, you stuff. told me, you said, when you got in, you was like, listen, you might have to run with it today because my energy kind of low. I've been working on and the you, studio. You have and brought all me, and I was brought just us over to, the finish line. All right, I, I, cool. really, I really appreciate it. Listen, y'all, y'all be safe out there. Be safe. Please Bless. be careful. And I'm talking to my brothers and my sisters that look like me. Y'all learn to love and hug on each other. All right, we need to cut cut some of this other stuff out. Check just, in just on learn, folks. Check in on folks, but most of all, learn to love each other. Stuff, all this fighting and killing each other. That's it. I gotta say it because if spread we spread love, it, not Corona. Yeah, and on that note, y'all, and I agree. Start wearing wear your mask. Yeah. Speaking of that, do, do, how, do we got like two seconds? Yo, they, okay. He always give you, what you whatever you uh, need. No, what you talk then. I'm gonna I'm gonna just sit over mm-hmm. here and just hush. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, right. Like, you know what I thought about today? And I and I say this, you know, I'm going to say it real fast because, you know, three minutes. You say, li- all right. So, um, um, the House in the Park has been canceled. Okay. That's not taking place this year. That's That was a huge event. Yes, like, it was. That was like the everybody, anybody is welcome to come. Oh, man, that's that's going to be a bomber right there for real. Yeah. Then you got. So, I tell you what, we're going to finish this okay. after we cut off. We're going to come back and we're going to finish. Gotta go. like this, all, right. Gotta be cool. all right, y'all be, be safe, be blessed, y'all. Mask up, you know. Later. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping by Old Fashioned Health with your host, Alvin. We hope this show has been informative and entertaining. And more importantly, we hope that we led you in the right direction to have good health inside and out. For more information on Old Fashioned Health, please visit our website at oldfashionedhealth.com. And be sure to join Alvin every Friday at 3 p.m. for Old Fashioned Health right here on 1100 a.m. Take care.